and welcome to episode 49, almost at 50, 49 of the Family Bit Pod. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we had a couple episodes in the same week, but either way. Um, so episode 49 of the Family Base Pod, my name is Jake. My name is Ben. And Dallas got called in to work because he's a professional. So we have time. Yeah, I, I, in, I don't know if being a stripper counts as being a professional, but we can get to <laughs> that later. Fine. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to love hearing that. Um, yeah, well, he's literally going into surgery. Let's, uh, let's give him a little break on that. All right. Uh, so let's uh, kind of jump right in. So ELCS and the NLCS have ended two series. One, uh, based on our picks, kind of a surprise. The other one, not really. But let's talk about the ELCS first. The ELCS, the Houston Astros swept the New York Yankees. Was that a surprise? Yeah. I mean, I think you and I both talked about the Astros being the better team. And they, they were probably the better team all year. Um, despite, you know, the Yankees... I mean, the Yankees got off to a really hot start, right? They were the best team in baseball the first half of the season. And then they came down to earth, but then they still were riding judges, 62 home run season. So, you know, it felt like they were great, and they had such a commanding lead in the first half that they lost some games at the end there. Um, yeah. But still, it, they kept it close enough, you know. Um, but the Yankees always looked like a flawed team where the Astros were kind of just hammering through, Um the AL West, and, and that's just what they continue to do. It, it was surprising to see a sweep, though. I, I figured the Yankees would take one, maybe two games. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, and, and they deserved it. Like, Cole pitched well in the games that he had to play. It's just that, you know, they had that air by Bader, and then, of course, that next pitch is that weird home run, that, you know, funky Yankee Stadium left uh, right field home run where it kind of just, like, bloop, right over the fence there. Yeah. And then, and then just like that, you were out of the game and it was shitty. So um, definitely surprising that they got swept, but not surprising that they lost. Yeah. If that makes sense. So you said they seemed like a flawed team. What about the Yankees this year? Made you think they were flawed? Because they were, they had the best start of any team in the first half. Um, why were they flawed? I just felt like they didn't have, um, like, IKF, right? Wasn't great. Yeah. It was weird that they brought him in. I thought that, that trade was interesting at the start of the offseason. Um, yeah. Donaldson, I, you know, I don't like him. So I never thought no. he was going to be consistent. No. You can't rely on him. You can't rely on Stanton's health, which he was hurt again for a good portion of the second half of the year. Um, yeah. Cole and Nestor were really great. And they had other pieces that were obviously good, but it just seemed like the bullpen kind of started to struggle towards the second half of the season. It was just like everything that made them great in the first half started to kind of chip away in the second half. And then when they faced like a truly good team, it, it was they were exposed four straight games and, and they got beat. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's one of those things that um if I'm honest. Every non-Yankees fan was a little happy about it. <laughs> yeah, but they have that. They have but, that Duke, um, Dallas Cowboys, 
Los Angeles Lakers, like yeah. people love them and people hate them. You know what I mean? Like they're the the most polar. Yeah, but that I mean that's also the Astros. So like either way, it's lose lose for for other yeah. fans of other teams. Um, yeah. But I I I am surprised it was in four. Uh, I expected like five, six, um, yeah, to at least compete. I mean, I think they scored a grand total of seven runs in four games. So even though the Yankees pitching is suspect, the Yankees offense just did not come through. I mean, Rizzo had a good series. Uh, Rizzo had a good playoffs overall. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Ju- Judge, Stanton, IKF, all those guys. Uh, Judge was terrible was surpri- this postseason. Yeah, it, uh, this I series mean, against he was really bad. It just he was, was also, but he was also bad against the Guardians. Against the Guardians, he what he started it like such a bad time to go into a slump. You know what I mean? Like, he, eventually, he was going to have a slump because that's just what baseball is, and it's just yeah. like what a terrible time. To hit your slump is when they need yeah. you in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if anything, this this should concrete the idea that Judge should win the MVP because without Judge, their offense is lacking. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, you want to talk about the Astros at all? I mean. My boy Framber pitched well yeah, again. Yeah, he's gonna be, yeah. dude. It's just it's hard to imagine that anyone could beat their rotation on like four straight games. And then Presley in the back end of that bullpen, he was lights out against the Yankees. Yeah. It seemed like every time he came in, the Yankees never had a fucking shot. He was just gonna strike him out every single at bat. He was just like boom, boom, yeah. boom, hitting the strike zone. He was so electric in the back end of that bullpen. And then you have Verlander, who's been great. Uh, Framber, who's obviously awesome, and then what? You go McCullers, right, as your third, or yeah, you know, McCullers, and they didn't even use uh, Luis Garcia, and yeah. then they uh, had yeah, yeah. another guy. I forget his name. He just, um, there's something. Yeah, anyway, ha- something Javier. Or so- I forget. He, oh, Christian Javier. Th- Christian Javier. Yeah, yeah, that's how much he's a household <laughs> name. We're talking baseball, and I can't remember his name. Um, the fifth starter. Yeah, in the is, I know the Houston Astros bullpen had a below one ERA for the not for the series, not overall, but even, even still against the Mariners, it was pretty much that. Um, See, so yeah, I mean, surprising, but man, this Astros pitching is. I mean, it's it's weird how good and consistently good they are, um, and they have been all year. But playing against the best teams, um, it, it was uh, it was great to see for a baseball fan. You know, I I I haven't asked a casual fan, um, but yeah, so. Surprising. We haven't, uh, we haven't talked about it yet, and I know we haven't made our predictions for the World Series, which we'll get to. But are you yeah. a little happy for Dusty? You got to be happy for Dusty, right? Like, you know what? I I am, and that is a question that will come later about Dusty Baker. Yeah. 
maybe having a chance. He is the only manager in baseball history to have have two, over 2,000 regular season wins and not a World Series ring. Crazy. He's the only one. I mean, Crazy. think about the Giants, the Cubs, the Nationals, and uh, either all those the Oh, yeah, all those teams he coached the, outside of the Reds. But even still, when he was coaching the Reds, they were good. They won the Competitive, yeah. Um, but every one of those teams, the Giants, then the Cubs, then the Nationals, once he left, they won the World Series, like a couple of years after. So um, it, it would be great to see him win one. And that will be a question later. So, yeah, let's cool. uh, save it for a little bit. All right, the other LCS, the Padres and Phillies. The Phillies won in five games. So, I mean, not a sweep, but it certainly sweep. felt like the one. Gentleman, the gentleman sweep where you give yeah. them one game and you say, okay, yeah, that's, there you go. We'll, we'll, we'll take give that. You one, we'll give you one, now get out of the room. Yeah. All right, so how much we both picked the Padres. We did. We joked about how Dallas should have to stick with the Phillies. But uh, he ended up picking the Padres too. Should have um, followed his gut. Should have stuck with his gut. Yeah, but uh, again, surprise. I mean, again, you, you didn't pick him, but was a, it a surprise that happened? Yeah, I mean, just by the fact that we picked predicted the other team, I think you would have to imagine it would be somewhat of a surprise. But the fact yeah. that they beat him so decisively, like we said, gentlemen sweep, you know, five games, and it was kind of over and the Padres didn't really look great. Like it seemed like every time the Phillies needed to come up with a massive hit, they did. Or or Bryce Harper was just up to bat. You know what I mean? Or or yeah. Reese Hoskins. Like one of those two guys was up to bat when they needed a big hit and then they got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what makes baseball so fun. That's what's so exciting. As I can see the look on your face, you're even getting excited about it because you're thinking of the Bryce Harper home run and, and when that place then that lid just blew off of that stadium, man. Yeah. And that's what's so great. There's like the crowd's like getting into it as the pitch is, you know, the pitch is there, he's getting ready, he looks down the sign. There's a slow murmur, a slow build in the crowd, and then all of a sudden you hear the back crack and then the place explodes. And it's like not yeah. like that in football. There's no singular thing i guess like a buzzer beater in the nba or in, in the nhl yeah. is kind of like that as well but baseball just has a singular uh excitement about it like that but anyways back to the game um we did predict the padres and then yeah. i saw that terrible rap video and i immediately tried Ooh. to i that immediately tried same? to back out and i was like i was like i, I need to pick the field <laughs> just whatever the hell this is i'm out um but the Padres just did not show up. They didn't show no. up. And it no. was really cool to see the Phillies take it. We were talking before we started recording. I'm really pumped for guys like Schwarber and Castellanos. Um, you know, Segura had played like a ton of games without making yeah. a World Series or even a pl- deep playoff run. I think Real Muto, yeah. you know, uh, as well. So it, it's just kind of cool to see some of their their guys and like Bryce get his chance because the Nationals obviously won at the year he left. Um, right. So now it's like his his shining moment, his his real chance, and they're going to be the underdog, obviously, yeah. to 
the Astros. So it's going to be even cooler because Philly has that whole underdog mentality about them as like a city, you know, Rocky, yeah. and Eagles, and, and all that. Love it's that. like their whole shtick, right? So that city would, I think they would burn that motherfucker to the ground if, if they're able to <laughs> beat like this juggernaut Astros team and do it in a dramatic in a dramatic way like that. But it would be fun. It'd be great. It'd be great drama. Great drama. I mean, the last championship that came through Philly uh, was the Eagles and they beat the Patriots and then a a viral clip of Philly or an Eagle saying eating horse crap <laughs> one fi- like one viral. So, I mean, I have no idea um, how crazy it'll be. Um, at the end of the episode, I I do have another one-on-one with the guy who came on our podcast and I wasn't I did not hold back in saying I deserve some credit that now they're in there and obviously the year that I talked to you about it. Um but yeah it's uh it 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 was surprising that that it didn't go longer but as you kind of said it it was like it was so back and forth like every single inning if someone scored yeah, their team would score. Like, yeah. maybe not take the lead, but they would score and, like, chip away the lead. And come. There were so many comebacks. So, in that way, it was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this. The clip of Bryce Harper hitting the, hit, the game-winning LCS clinching home run, I posted to a TikTok. And within 12 hours, it was the most viewed video we ever put out. All it was, all it was, was just a, him hitting the home run. Yeah. That's it. So, he smushed it, too. Like, he got every centimeter of that baseball. And it was Rushed oppo. It. Oppo, it was oppo. Yeah. Dude, that's like real grown man strength. Like, you you have to be strong to hit a ball. Like, Stanton hits every home run he hits. is like 120 mile an hour line drive oh. to right field. It's just like... Yeah, like if you're sitting in right in 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 right field, you better wear a helmet because you're gonna get knocked out. That's what that Harper felt, but it was like more majestic. It had more of an arch, you know. But he got every yeah. ounce of that ball. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, there were a lot of iconic moments uh, for the Phillies in the in the NLCS, also the NLDS, and the wild card. There were a lot of cool moments, yeah. and uh, I'll let you guys hear. If you watch the end of the episode, Dan, uh, the Phillies fan, shares what he thought was the most iconic moment so far. And uh, so, again, it was surprising. But, again, to be honest, the two things that stuck out to me, and I'll just say this, was obviously that home run, the clutch home run. But Kyle Schwarber, in the last four games of that uh, L. LCS, in the last four games, he had three home runs. So he's he's back at it. He was slumping for a while, but he's back at it. All right. We talked about the LCS, the NLCS, and some surprises, some not. But let's just say, let's just jump right to it. Let's not wait till the end. Let's just jump right to it. Our World Series, our 2022 World Series predictions. Ben, what do you have? I'm going to take the Astros in six. I don't think it'll be a particularly close series. I think the 
uh, Astros will blow out the Phillies in the games they win. And I think the Phillies will win in dramatic fashion in the games they win. Very much mm. keeping to the um, or keeping to how they've played so far. I just don't think the Phillies have the pitching to match the Astros hitting. I really don't. Like Nola's fine and Wheeler's fine, but 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 they're not. Like we just ran off the full five man rotation that the Astros could throw at you, and that's just their starters. You know what I mean? And those those are five nasty guys. And it's just, it seems like I don't think the Phillies have the uh, <clears throat> the pitching the match with the Astros. So I'm going to take, like I said, Astros and six. Astros six. My easy take is this. Again, if you watch the end, I told Dan that I'm written for the Phillies, but I picked against them every time so far. So I'm just going to stick with that and maybe. Uh, they'll come true. So I'm going to go. A little reverse psychology, well. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. the Astros are tuning in to every episode we <laughs> release and the Phillies are too. How could they not? How could they right. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to say the same thing. Same prediction. I'm going to say the Astros and Sex. And the reason why is kind of, kind of similar to what you're saying is that except I, I, I'll flip it. I would say the games the Phillies win, they blow out the Astros. Like, the floodgates just open in their home runs, and it's crazy. And one of those games will be Halloween night. They play in Philly. That place is going to be insane. So I'm going to say game three, the Phillies win. But overall, Astros take in six. Uh, as you said, the pitching starting pitching is great. Their bullpen has been wiped out, so I'm going to go with them. Uh, but again, if I'm right, then I'm right. But if I'm wrong, then I'm still happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, I mean, the Astros do make it hard to root for them, um, especially yes. you bit. know with their with that cockbag uh, senator of theirs. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I that video of the Yankees fans. Like, I'm not a huge Yankee fan. I'm not a huge fan of Yankees fans. Mm. But I could not be more pleased with how they treated that asshole. And and I was like, all right, great. You know, I can hang out with the Yankees fans because that was that was great. But uh, yeah, so it's hard to root for the Astros. So I get why people would want to root for the Phillies. Um, if that's what you cared about in choosing your baseball teams, but. Um, I just hope for a good series, man, above all else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's nothing more exciting than a Game 7 in any sport, yeah. whether it be hockey, basketball, or, or baseball. Um, you know, Game 7 of, of 2016 was the best. You know what I mean? Like, the World Series just is as great as regular season baseball is, which it is. And then even these past couple weeks in the postseason are great. But then it's like yeah. when all eyes are on – these 26 guys on each side, yeah. you know what I mean? And they're truly just beating ass and, and, and <laughs> playing, playing their heart out. It's like, it's great. It's great to watch. It's great entertainment. This is, if anybody's going to watch baseball who hasn't really watched, watch, watch the world series, watch an exciting, like Phillies team like that. That could get a fan or two. If you have not watched baseball or not really, or you're casual, but you're listening for whatever reason, Watch Game 1. Game 1 will be a testament to how exciting 
baseball could be, and especially, I mean, or or game three. Watch it on Halloween. Watch watch before you go outside. Watch a little bit of the uh, the Astros Phillies game in uh, in Philly. Watch that place, that place go nuts. That I mean, those are games to watch for sure. Uh, very quick before I get into some storylines, um, if it does come come down to a game seven. Do you trust Dusty Baker to make the right call? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, dude, we were talking about it. he's pit, he he's coached in uh, more games. He's been in baseball longer than you know you and I have been alive. I think combined. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, like, you know what I mean? He I, he knows what he's doing. I think you get caught up in some stuff that might have happened before, like. I don't know. I, 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 I do trust him. To answer your question, long story short, I trust him, yeah. I mean, I just think he's got the right tools at his disposal and, and the right amount of talent on the team that that kind of also makes up for a, a, maybe a managerial's error. Like, the White Sox couldn't overcome TLR's managerial errors this year, but I think the Astros right. could overcome an error. You know, a, a judgment lapse by a manager. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think the Astros are good enough to overcome it if it were to happen. But I also think I would trust Dusty in that situation. Like I would take him right now over David Ross. Like if if the Cubs had a chance to hire him, I would take him in an instant. So, Ooh. I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big David Ross guy, but it's just yeah, that might make some Cubs fans angry. Yeah, whatever. whatever. All right. So, a couple storylines uh, that I want to ask you is uh, is this. Uh, first thing is that rookie rookie shortstop for the Astros, Jeremy Pena, won the ALCS MVP. Do we expect a rookie to play as well in the World Series? So will he kind of take a step back a little bit since he's so young in the spotlight? What do you think? I mean, I think the natural the natural reaction would probably be to think to assume he would take a step back and, and shrink under the moment of the lights, but you would have thought he would have done that before. Like in the ALCS, it's still a huge, huge level playing against the Yankees you know, you're at Yankee Stadium, you're you're playing humongous, meaningful games, and he still thrived. So I, I just think some guys maybe are quote unquote built different, right? Where they can they just don't <laughs> get affected. Different. Exactly. They don't get affected by nerves as much or in the same capacity. Like, you know, and I'm not I'm not comparing them on any other level except this. Derek Jeter never seemed to be afraid of a moment. You know what I mean? Like at any point, whether he was a rookie or whatever. And maybe some guys are just different in that capacity where they can be like, this shit doesn't phase me like that. Maybe I don't know. That's all. I'm, not, I'm not saying the same player. I'm just saying you, you don't bring up the captain. You don't bring up the captain lightly. Hey, hey, I just saw a commercial that he was in for, I don't even remember, insurance or something. <clears throat> and it made me laugh so damn hard because the guy was like, uh, we need a pinch hitter. And he goes, Derek. And then some other doofus stands up, and then Derek Jeter stands up behind him. And he's like, Jeter. 
And you just like sit down, rookie, and then smashes a home run through the scoreboard. It's funny. I was crying, laughing. I don't know why. But when was that from? That that feels like a twenty-five-year-old commercial or something. No, this was brand new commercial. He has a he has like a beard in it and everything. Yeah, like a like a five o'clock shadow, like a deep stubble. Ooh, I promise. Yeah, he he got a little weight. He's got a little. He's like in his. Post uh, Marlin's life, he's starting to look a like a normal person. Yeah, and look like a normal human being. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. All right, um, I'm I'm gonna ask you this. Uh, well, you know, what? I'll give my opinion as well. Um, if you remember the one playoff game, the Astros Astros had in Seattle, eighteen innings long. Zero zero, and who came up with the big hit? Jeremy Pena. He hit a solo home run to dead center, and then in Game Four, the clinching game against the Yankees, he hits a three-run home run. That is clutch level. That as someone who just filled in for Carlos Correa, that yeah, is right. That is amazing. Not um, easy shoes to fill, yeah. No, I mean, regular season's one thing. And then you get in the playoffs, and every series you have a moment. He's got I that dog been, in him. That's what we call it. He's got, he's got that dog in him. That dog? He's got that dog in him. For for me and for anyone else out there who doesn't know what that means, uh, can you explain <laughs> that? What is he's a got dog that, in he's that? Got a, he's got that dog in him. He's like a dog. He's like, He's like an animal. He's a beast. He's a dog. You know what I mean? He's like not a cat. Oh, yeah. He's a dog. You you get it. He's a dog. You get so it. It's a, yeah, it's got some swag. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Think about it like there that. You go. Like he's got that dog in him. You know? He's got that if factor, that X factor. Yes, exactly. Um, all right. Bryce Harper, Can another you... another individual who is up to the gills and dog. He's got dog yeah. up, to, up to the gills. That's, that's fair. Um, but again... Jeremy Pena's had a moment in every series so far. I believe he's going to have a moment in this one. I don't know if he will be the MVP. That I will ask that question later. I've been made up my mind if he will be, but I usually that doesn't translate. Like from LCS MVP to World Series, usually you don't win two. I don't know. If I can't think of a, a time it's happened, but um, I think he'll have a moment. He'll he'll help them win a game, um, whatever game that is. Uh, so I think he'll I think he'll have his moment. Um, the only other storyline question I want to ask is this: So Dusty Baker. As we have talked about, two over two thousand regular season wins as head coach, and Bryce Harper, who was called the, the LeBron James of baseball, the future of baseball on on Sports Illustrated when he was in high school, picked number one, and he's won multiple MVPs. Dusty Baker and Bryce Harper both don't have a World Series under the belt. Um, I want to ask this. Who finally wins one 
again, your pick was the Astros. Do you believe that Dusty Baker is going to have that? And is that the person you actually want to see win it more? So to answer your question, yes and yes. Um, okay. Uh, like just the fact that he's been in baseball for so long, teammates with like Hank Aaron and stuff, you know what I mean? Right. Like that's crazy. And the fact that he's still managing is, is nuts. And the fact that he's managing at a high level or a lot, exactly. A lot of, a lot of guys from that age, unfortunately, you know, uh, from that generation have passed away. Jesse Baker, 73. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not super young. It's just, I, Time-wise, you think Bryce Harper has a bigger window, right? Because he's mm-hmm. younger. But also, the Phillies getting to the World Series this year are not expected, right? So this is like a window, but his window might be this season, and right. then the Phillies might be ass again next year. You know what I mean? So Could it, be? it is like Dusty Baker's running out of time in the game of life, and Bryce Harper is running out of time in the window that the Phillies have to be good. And so me personally, Dusty Baker, I felt like got a bad rap as the Cubs manager. They didn't know about pitch counts and stuff back in the day. They didn't know that you weren't supposed to just let your starters throw 150 pitches back-to-back starts all the time. Okay? That wasn't a thing. There was no like, oh, my starter gave me four good innings today. Good, good job, buddy. No, it was, hey, Mark Pryor, yeah. Kerry Wood, go out there and just fucking throw the ball <laughs> as much and as hard as you can, as often as you can. And that was right. what it was, you know? And I feel like he got a bad rap in Chicago because of that. And then, of course, it was the Bartman thing. And, of course, it was 2003, and there was no coming back from that. Right. And so I just, as a Cubs fan, I would be excited for him to world, win a World Series uh, because of that as well. So that that's my pick. I think Bryce, um, whatever, I don't really have an, a, an attachment to him. but um, So that's why, basically, I'm, I'm going dusty on this one, yeah. I don't think I can get over you saying this is his window for life. <laughs> I That's not a phrase that I thought about before, but I'm going to use that. I was gonna say we're all facing a window, brother. We, you know. Yeah, no, I certainly know. Um, so, like, I just, Dusty, you, I, I just hope. Got you. I just you hope, hope. I just hope he does it. Yeah, I mean, do you remember, dude? It was so trippy watching him, um, and his kid. Like, yeah, remember the JT Snow play where JT Snow ran out? And, yeah, like, snapped his son, and now his son's like old, like older. I'm just like, where the hell did time go? Because I remember watching that. Like, this is the wildest thing I've ever seen. Why is there a little kid on the field? What is yeah, that? And, and again, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, there was one in Dusty Baker was coaching the Giants. There was a, a play to play in that run. People were running around the bases, and one of the players, J.T. Snow, just sees Dusty Baker's son, who just happens to be the bad boy or something that game or whatever. He's running and about to collide with him and just takes him by his, like, collar and picks him up and, like, saves him from collisions. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, that was a long time ago, bro. That was, that was, was like, 2000? Yeah. Because 2001 so, was the Diamondbacks over the Yankees. And I'll never yeah. forget because that was nine eleven, 
and yeah. everyone wanted. That was the one year where everyone wanted the Yankees to win. And then Arizona is just like, yeah, we're gonna fuck everybody up. <laughs> Not me. Not me. I was still going Diamondbacks. I was still uh, super. Uh, I was patriot. It, it it was that was the most uh, patriotic version of twelve year old uh, Ben you were ever gonna get. I was yeah. proud to be an American because at least I know I'm free. All right. Yeah, at least there's that. Like, you know, majority, <laughs> large majority countries around the world. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, uh, Dusty Baker. I would agree that I, I want to see it. And again, I'm predicting he will. I don't know if he will. Um, but I would like to see him win it over Bryce. Yeah, again, as you said, Bryce Younger, that's an understatement. But I do believe that, I do believe the Phillies will be back sooner rather than later. Um, so I think I think he has at least one more shot. Dusty may may not. He may retire after winning. Who knows? Um, yeah, that was the other thing. It's like how long does he want to do it for? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. All right. So we uh, predicted Houston in six. Um, let me actually check. Uh, I asked Dallas to send in his prediction, even though he's going to work. Uh, he said hey, Dan and asked for his, but he has not responded, which is fair because he is all. I'm gonna edit. I'm gonna edit a little bit what Dallas said, but he didn't give <laughs> a game prediction. He just said, "I'm joining the Phillies fandom." F the Strohs. So, so, um, so Philly's in X amount of games. Yeah, I mean, whatever. If the Phillies win at all, he wins. Um, yeah, there you go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, the prediction for the World Series we sent in. What is our World Series MVP, though? And who do you got for that? If it's Houston, there's got to be someone on their team. So who's going to step up? That's what I was thinking, man. In my head, it's between two guys, right? It's between Jordan, because I think he he definitely has the the power to just take over a game, hit five home runs in the series. You know what I mean? Like, just clobber. You mean mean Zordon, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Jordan. Uh, and the other guy is my boy Framber. I think if he throws a couple of really solid starts where he shuts the Phillies' bats down, like, why can't he, you know? And then Verlander is probably my other third pick just because he is so great. You know, he could take over a series. Um, but I would I would pick uh, Alvarez or Framber. Those are my two my two guys. If I if you gun to my head, I have to pick one. I'll take uh, I'll take Framber just for the hell of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's it's never a bad pick to pick their best player. I'll say that's consistent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I'm gonna pick someone who started off the playoffs horrendous. He started off zero for twenty five, but in game three uh, against the Yankees, he had a single, and then in game four, he reached base three times. Which again is is big is big momentum. I'm gonna go with a beast, a dog 
in the postseason. Dog in the postseason, especially the World Series. I'm going to go Jose Altuve. Love that pick. Jose Altuve, again, as I've just said, has struggled crazy in the playoffs, but he had the second most career home runs in the playoffs, and that's 23 home runs in the playoffs. If he has two or three and gets on base, like, a, like a time or two a game, I mean, that's enough. So I'm going to say Jose Altuve. And again, I'm going with the Astros, but Dallas said Dallas is right. It's pretty much anyone on the Phillies, so yeah. Dallas wins that one. Um, but yeah, that that right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Jose Altuve, but Jordan is a, yeah a good pick as well. I'll say that. But then what's crazy is that Pena could legitimately win it. Kyle Tucker yeah. could legitimately win it. Bregman doesn't suck. You know, no. he, I don't think he was great this year, but he he's also not terrible. You know what I mean? Like, the Astros just are so loaded with guys that could realistically win it, and you wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, and and, and, I, and I'll, I'll interrupt for a second, is that sometimes in the World Series, for some reason, it's an out-of-the-box player. I mean, for all we know, it could be like Taz McCormick, their center fielder, who I never knew his name. Until last Taz week. Taz is such a bad name. I don't know if we added that to our bad names thing that we talked about oh, man. earlier, but, but Chaz is Chaz. Chaz. Oh, man. I mean, I think it's also with that S. So it's yeah. C-H-A-S. Chaz. It's not Chaz. That's Chaz. You couldn't even throw an, e, throw an E on the end and be Chase. That's at least cooler, right? Chaz. I mean... I don't know. Yes. Either way, so it could be someone like that, or Just like you know, when the when the Red Sox <laughs> won the World Series, when the Red Sox beat the Dodgers, it was uh, I think it was Stephen Pierce who. Oh sure. I mean, mm-hmm. up until that point, so again, it could be someone kind of random, like the White um, Sox when they won their World Series. It was Jeff Blum and Scotty Pods, like two guys. Yeah, in the regular season that you wouldn't have even like. Obviously, Scotty Pods was their table setter, but Jeff Blum was I, like a utility guy. You I don't I mean? even know who that is. <laughs> exactly, he was there though. He he was there. Man, it's a uh, it's so again. Wait, now Cubs, Cubs fans, who who won the Cubs uh, World Series MVP? Wasn't it? Are you asking me, or do you know? Yeah, no, I don't know. I forgot. I'm, I also don't remember. I'm starting to think it's yeah. Jeff Blum did win a World Series with the White Sox. Okay, I'm hmm, sorry. There you go. I I had to just double check that. I want to say, and I haven't looked it up yet. Um, I'm gonna guess that it was Jermaine Die, because that sounds right, but I don't know. World Series. Yeah. Jermaine Die for the MVP. No. Oh. Oh, I thought you meant for the White Sox fucking thing. I don't know why I'm tweaking. <laughs> I don't know why. So oh, about I, you know what? I knew this. I looked it up. I knew it. It was Ben Zobrist. It was Ben Zobrist. There we go. What the hell? I just I had a stroke. Know. But yeah. What, what he also had that clutch, that clutch hit. Um, oh, in Game 7? Yeah. So, um, But again, it could be someone random. It could be some... It could be that guy that... Starter for the Astros, who I do I don't know his name. Um, <laughs> yeah, 
give me some more like but we we don't know um all right so we have our picks we have our predictions we talked about the plot so far uh i just want to share this again with you guys uh is that when this airs when this comes out it's, it's going to be friday tonight is game one Game two is Saturday, then we have a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So within eight days, or not, yeah, within nine days, you'll have seven World Series games, potentially seven. Good, It's a good week for baseball. And again, if you have to pick one, I'd say game one or Halloween night in Philadelphia. That game will be nuts. So tune in some point. And they're yeah, all the definitely. same time. So it's 8 p.m. Eastern. So it's all the same time every every day. So it should be fun overall. Yeah, I don't know what the Thursday night game is. Do they play Thursday night? No. Smart, because they would. they don't want to go against the NFL. That makes sense. Yeah, it's I believe, th- I believe this week, I think it's Thursday. I think it's the Eagles play the Texans. Mm. So Philly versus, uh, I mean, Houston. So it should be. It's a, they, they, it's should, a, they should it's kick a the thing. shit out of the Texans too, by the way. Because <laughs> the I mean, Eagles are really good in the Texans. That's not hard. <laughs> that's not hard. Um, all right. So again. Watch those games. If you're listening to this point, tune into a baseball game. Have some fun. All right, Ben, you had an idea for our last segment before we go. Absolutely, yeah. So we're nearing the spooky season. We are getting closer and closer to Halloween. Yeah. Um, and before, so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do a candy draft, Halloween candy draft, right? So we did yeah. uh, video games last week, which was a lot of fun. Um, and I want to ask you just before we get started, what's your favorite trick or treating memory? Do you have one, or, or like um, a favorite costume from Halloween that you remember? Honestly, um, the only one that I remember—I can't even remember what age I was—but um, only Ben will know this, or you know, our immediate family. But the White House answers. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we lived in the White House at that point, and Fancy. what you guys live in the White House? That's great. Yeah, I mean it's Move it was so much like the White House. It was <laughs> it's crazy. It had two rooms. It was nuts. <laughs> it was nice. All right, so in the White House, uh, I always refer to it as the White House, the Red House, anyway. The Green the White House. House for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um. So the White House, uh, I for I don't know how, but I was dressed up as a sea monster. Okay, and we have pictures of it, and I had the I have a clear memory of the eyes that I had were styrofoam cups with uh, holes cut out in the middle, <laughs> and it was like colored uh, yellow, and it was oh, like. Wow. The, Supposed to be these bulging eyes, but and I had like a, almost like fishnet around. It was 
It was a home, man. You you guys really had to put a lot of time and effort into that. That was like a home project. Yeah, oh, that's I what I meant. You're not. You're your parents. Yeah. See, put some artist. time into that. There you go. Yeah, I didn't know I how much. See, how I, much see, you I assume yeah. it was Cynthia. <laughs> it could be both. Who who knows? But uh, so asking, what about you? I was asking. Uh, uh, so. For me, <clears throat> one that I remember in particular, and I'll tell you, I'll tell everyone a funny story about a missed Halloween. And I don't know if you even remember this, but um, one year I was a giant bag of money. So they, like, Tara's literally just painted my face green, <laughs> right? I wore a green turtleneck. I wore a burlap sack over my body with fake money from the dollar store stapled to it. And then, like, a big ass. <laughs> Big ass dollar sign right on the chest, right? And I was just a bag of money, and I was just handing people cash, right? Man, I should have saved some of that money, bro. Let me tell you, <laughs> um, that that dollar store money. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one year, so Dan and I were young, and there was a store, much like uh, Walmart or Kmart, Target back in the nineties, called Venture. Do you remember yeah. Venture at all? It's a black and white striped I, building, big V. There was one on Halstead. Yes. Maybe when – okay. Yes. So there was a Venture, and uh, my family had gone in there to do, like, Halloween shopping or, or whatever we were doing. And at the time, Dan and I were super, super into baseball cards. This was before the recent boom, right? Yeah. This was, like, the original yeah. boom of the 90s. And Venture had baseball cards, okay? So Dan convinces me. That we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna steal some baseball cards. Okay. Now ventures out of business, so this is you know statue of limitations are <laughs> are off. Um, but no, so he wanted to steal a bunch of baseball cards, right? So we we sneak down into the toy aisle where they were or or whatever aisle they were, and we load a couple in our pockets, and then we go to the bathroom, right? <laughs> and then we're he's in one stall, I'm in the next stall, right? And uh. We're, we're trying to be quiet, right? Because you're opening up the packs of cards. You're taking the cards out, flushing. This is all Dan, master, grand fucking, grand criminal. He's like, flush the wrappers, keep the cards in your pocket so the sensors don't go off when we leave the store, okay? Ah. Oh. Crim, right? Criminal mastermind. So yeah. we're, we're attempting to do this, and we're opening the packs, and somebody comes in to the bathroom, right? And they go, and they're just standing at the urinal. And as an adult now, I can think back to this, what this person was doing. Is they're clearing their throat to like, hey, assholes, <laughs> we know what you're doing. Can you stop fucking opening stuff and, and flushing it down the toilet? Um, but he was, he was waiting there for us to get out. So eventually he like walks out of the bathroom. Dan and I think, oh, coast is clear. We're good. We walk out and then he's standing there with my mom and dad. And they take mm. us like... Yeah, because you remember how my how super cool my dad was mm. about stuff like that. Yeah. So he uh, grabs me by like the ear or whatever, drags me over to the the little security station, and and sure enough, there we are on camera shoving the fucking things into our pockets and then walking into the bathroom. So clearly they catch us. Um, and that year, I was not allowed to participate in Halloween, so I had mm. this awesome alien costume like it was the most expensive costume we had ever bought like it was going to be my halloween coming out party and then because i got i got roped into this bonnie and clyde bullshit nickel and dime operation with dan 
I got I outgrew the Halloween costume by the next year and it was all over for me. And I never really celebrated Halloween again truly after that, I don't think. So Man. there you go. What a story, right? There seems to be bitterness right now. <laughs> I mean, him and I will have a conversation about it. Yeah, when he gets back, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up to him in a not-so-subtle way. Yeah. Remember the alien costume? That was <laughs> sick. Um, man. I never heard that story. Yeah, that definitely happened. It, definitely it is happened. print-worthy. I'll say that. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, it's and good. then it's just as bad as Dallas and I uh, dining and dashing at you know Cracker, not Cracker Barrel. Uh, what's the pie place? What's the pie one? There used to be one in Hollywood. Jeez, Baker Square. Yes, yeah, we used to dine and dash Baker Square after youth group, after church youth group. <laughs> we also weren't uh, going to youth group for like real good reasons. We were just going to hang out with our friends mostly. But anyway, so we would <laughs> we would go. Dine and Dash, and Gosh. now my wife is convinced that Dallas and I dining and dashing is the reason Baker Squares are going out of business. I'm like, that was a couple times for like twelve dollars each, maybe. Relax. I don't think it was you guys. Sixty total. Yeah, I don't think the sixty total dollars is what put Baker Square and Venture out of business. You, you don't know. Maybe a lot of people were doing that, and you guys just set the trend. <laughs> we just tip. We tipped it. Push it over the. Yeah, other. that's right. Bunch of hoodlums. All right, let's candy, start. candy, candy. Who, who? Do you want to go first? You want, uh, you want to go Dallas's first or what? Yeah, let's go Dallas first because uh, I went first last time. Okay, yeah, and, give uh, me Dallas's first pick. So Dallas has. Let me pull it up. Dallas picked Snickers number one. Okay, that's a good pick. I don't have Snickers even on my list. No, so, I don't think so. I'm not a huge Snickers fan. Um, no. I'm in my head in these candies, by the way. I'm going like the Halloween size, like the mini ones. Yeah, the min- like so, that. Mini Snickers are better than full-size Snickers because that's just too much. Sure, but uh, Ice cream Snickers are the best. Oh, uh, you're oh. you're a million percent correct. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm going? Uh, yeah. My number one pick, second pick overall. My favorite candy, Twizzlers. Oh, Twizzlers. man. All right, that's fine. That's fine. I was, I love I was getting nervous. I was getting nervous. I love me By the Twizzlers. way, are we doing steals? Because only you and I can steal. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, let's just steal all Dallas <laughs> shit. <and just> say, <laughs> Sorry, you have no idea. All right. Yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's not can. steal that. Well, no. I mean, if Dallas can't steal, then... Maybe none of it should. Yeah, let's just keep it hard, like hard like that. That'd be good. Yeah. Right, I was really scared you were gonna go uh, and pick mine. My number one is so easy that I don't feel like I have to explain. It's Reese's. Ooh, that was number three. That was number three for me. Why? Why would it be? And I can't even believe it'd be. Have it's had, not number one. Have you had the Reese's Thins? So they're like no. they're smaller. They're they're less chocolate and less peanut butter. Way better. They're like a they're thin Oreos. It's like less cookie, less cream. It's like, hey, how about like less pie? That's <laughs> why. 
the fucking so had the whole pie. I want the whole thing. Eat the Reese's, eat the whole Reese's. I got it. Well, have you ever I'm, seen the one? I'm eating the whole sleeve, bro. What? Have you ever seen the one pound cup? Yeah. It was like, oh, would you eat that? The one pound Reese's cup? If someone gave it to me and I knew my blood sugar <laughs> wouldn't kill me. Yeah, that's And my blood sugar wouldn't go to like 300, then <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, all right, so I went Reese's with my obvious number one. Great pick. All right, so Dallas is number two. Dallas actually had Reese's number two. Oof. His his number two, I don't even know if I'm – this may be a mistake, but I'm just going to go with it. He said Heath. <laughs> what? That was, said- his, that was his number three. Oh, my goodness. I that wouldn't have I been don't. in my top 50. <laughs> no. but That's I'm, like when you're, yeah, you're doing like a fantasy draft, and then all of a sudden somebody drafts like Tim Tebow in the third round, and you're like, what What the shit are you doing, man? And it just throws everything off, because then everything goes goes haywire <laughs> at that point. That's well, Dallas picking Heath in the second round. I mean, again, he had Reese's, but I picked that so it was number three. Was was Heath? So second round pick is Heath. What do you got in second round? So I went fruity candy with my first pick. So I have to go chocolate candy to balance it out because I want a full bag and I want this to be an appropriate bag. I want to get a lot of flavors out of my candy bag. My second pick, Twix. You get the cock. Mm-hmm. They get the cock. I just said the cock. You get the cookie. You get the chocolate. <laughs> you get the caramel. Perfect bite, especially the tiny individual ones where you it's like a little two-biter, boom, boom. Can't Halloween size, perfect. Twix. Okay. Boom. That's fair. Um, I think so Delph I hit Dallas's list. And I'm not gonna take this, but his and our his and mine are different, so just saying that. Mine is original. Kit Kat. Mm. Another great pick. I'm Absolutely. It's a staple. Yes. Yeah. A, a kid's staple. You gotta have kids. A little two-pack. The little two-pack, right? The little bing bing. little Halloween yeah, two-pack. I'm, I mean, if you're going to give me that little one, I mean like four or five. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, so again... Very similar, but Dallas and I have different. It's different. He picked Kit Kat white chocolate. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> but all right, good for him. Good I for him. I I maybe I've had it, but he. Are you a fan of it. white chocolate things uh, in general? Uh, I don't know. If I'm a huge fan of white chocolate, like the flavor. The only thing that comes close is when they used to make those Oreos and cream Hershey's bars. Oh, sure. But that... Those were good. Cookies and cream, sorry. Um, Yeah, I knew what you meant. I mean, Oreos are cookies, but whatever. All right. uh, No, I'm not a big fan, but I, I I don't know many things are by chocolate. So, what do you got in What's the uh, third round? Well, this Sorry. is easy. Um, this is easy, and and it's it's surprising that it hasn't been picked yet. Um, 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna make a caveat. So I'm gonna say Starburst is the answer. Starburst. I'm going back to the fruity. I'm a big fan of Starburst. I want either yellows or oranges because those are my two favorite. Everyone likes the pinks. Everyone likes the reds. Get the pinks and get the reds and get them out of here. Take a hike. All right. Give me the oranges okay. and the yellows. Give me the forgotten suns. Give me the weak. That's what I want. I want starburst, asterisk, yellow, and oranges. Okay. I that. That's a hot take. I know people are going to give me shit for that, but whatever. I mean, people look, dude, they have all reds as a package. They don't have all yellows. It's just one flavor, just yellow. No, just one bar of yellow. Yeah. Oh, t- right. I, t- I texted um, Dallas. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt. I texted Dallas earlier. Yeah. And he gave me his World Series MVP, Bryce Harper. So there you go. Not a big surprise. But now he actually it, has a name. Bryce Harper's going to yeah. be his guy. All right. And again, picking their uh, best player so was a good option um, coming yeah. down the stretch. All right. So my round three. Um, I'm not really big into candy, but I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna. I really want to pick one. I know you, you're gonna pick just because we can't <laughs> steal. Um, but I, I'll be, I'll hold myself back. Maybe I'll I won't say, pick maybe. you know what? If you, if you, based on what we, we talked about before recording, if you don't, I'll be surprised. Um, I'm gonna go with. Peanut M&M's. Ooh. Peanut M&M's are the superior M&M. That's a, right. great, that's a great pick. Right. Peanut M&M's are the superior M&M. Um, I'm also a big fan of the pretzel M&M's. Yeah. Like the pretzel M&M's. It's a nice little sure. crunch in there. Those are good. Not yeah. a big fan of just the plain chocolate ones. Those are just whatever. And the red guy? What's his problem? <laughs> Why is he walking around... Why is he walking oh, around wow. like he's king shit red M&M, bro? Like, everyone he, likes the yellow M&M more. He, everyone likes the yellow M&M more. He's a self-appointed leader. Okay. Yeah, get he could take a hike, too. Get him out of here. Ooh, get him out. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, Dallas is up round four. Dallas is up round four. Only one, I believe, on his list is left. Uh, and okay. it's Skittles. Oh, good call. That's a good pick. It's a good pick. I mean, I I never would pick Skittles from a grocery store, but uh, on Halloween, for whatever reason, of course, it, you got to get something like that. So you wouldn't, if you're going down the candy aisle or you're going at the checkout lane and you got the Skittles, no. is never what you're grabbing? I would rather, and it's not like, it's not like I hate it. I'd, I I would just say, I'm good. I don't know why, mm, okay. but on Halloween, it's like, it's just part of it. Um, Halloween as, and Easter are the two best, Halloween and Easter are the two best candy holidays. Um, and yeah, Easter but, but Reese's, fire, Reese's has good holiday ones every single hop. Holidays, so yeah, the, the trees for Christmas, the pumpkins, um, the, uh, for the eggs for the eggs on on Easter. Yeah, Dude, jelly beans, Starburst jelly beans. Like I know it's not a Halloween candy, 
But if I could like sneak one off the top rope, that would be it. That would be it. It would be <laughs> Cerberus Jelly Beans. Okay. Well, I mean, so my round could... four. Yeah, round four. Are we ready? So we're getting down to the nitty gritty. I have two more that I absolutely feel like I need to have, and two more that I'm kind of okay with having. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to take the one that I guaranteed to want, and that's going to be candy corn. Hmm. I love candy corn. I know people think it's gross. I know people think it's made out of wax, and it all very well could be, but I have to bite it in pieces. So I take the top first, and then I take the third, and then I, or the middle, and then I take the third. But candy corn is the next, and it's also holiday specific. So candy yeah. corn. True. I don't know what candy corn's made out of. Corn and candy. Right, and, and corn. Dreams. That's right. Corn. Um, <clears throat> it's corn. Again, to be honest, I'm, I'm gra- grasping as Charles trying to figure out a candy I would eat. Um, I'm going to say... For my fourth round pick, I'm going to have to go. Tell me if this not Halloween, because uh, I, I have an easy bag of uh, payday. You fucker. That was, that was the one. That was the other one that I really wanted. <laughs> that would have that been my next round pick. Okay. Payday is an incredible candy. Incredible candy. Great job. I mean, Dude, there's it's, something about the saltiness of the peanut. It's somewhat similar, kind of, to a Baby Ruth. I think it's better than a Baby Ruth, though. I like the chocolate. Yeah, sure. All right. All right. So, again, Dallas doesn't have a fifth fifth round pick. He texted me. Yeah. He He texted me. He says he chews either caramel apple pops, which, you know, those from Isaac Walton, they'd be like a little screen sucker. Incredible. Yeah. Or Werther's. Werther's Originals, like the hard caramel candy. So he said either of those two because he gave me two options. So I say we give him the caramel apple pops since we think those yeah. are the other ones. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Werther's, you, you have, if you like to like Werther's that much, you have to be a boomer. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I remember Grandpa used to have Werther's, like Grandpa, and that's the very perfect thing. That's a very I mean, it's Thailand generation, but yeah. It's uh, uh, yeah. So we'll give him that. We'll give him the candy apple uh, suckers. Uh, yeah, candy apple, green apple suckers. Yep. I don't know if that's like nationwide or if that's just us, but who cares? We used right. to have him at Isaac Walton, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. Ben, what do you got? Last <laughs> um, pick. Last pick. This is another really specific one. It's got to be banana laffy taffies. Oh, that's a good pick. Banana Laffy Taffies. They're incredible. You know what? I'm going to – they're going to be all Laffy Taffies because I really like the red ones too. So I'm going to take Laffy Taffies. So banana, red, and grape, those are the big three. The shitty jokes on the back, you can always tell your mom and she'll always laugh even though they're terrible jokes. So those are great. Laffy Taffies. Bam. That's a solid five, bro. Yeah. That's a solid five. I'm going to have to record these down. All right, so my uh, fifth round pick is, uh, again, grasping. I'm, like, looking up uh, what's your state's favorite. I'm going to go with uh, 
one that I know I had as a kid, I would never go seek for. But again, Halloween specific, Milky Way. Milky Way is a, a good candy. I think Milky Way gets gets pooped on for, and it's and that's unfair. I think it's a sour. Candy. Oh, Three Musketeers people don't like. I think people like Milky Way. I think mm-hmm. people don't like Three Musketeers. But I get those confused. The other option I had was uh, Butterfinger, but mm. I never like how that, like, it feels like, I, I know it's peanut butter, but, like, it just feels like I'm, like, chewing on goop after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that melts on you, man, you are staying forever. Um, yeah, so I'm going to have to jot these down because I feel like I'm starting to already forget what I picked. Um, <laughs> I wrote mine down, so I, I can send you my list, and then we can always listen back and, and take a look at it. Yeah. And set it up after the fact, but solid picks. Dallas coming through um, yeah. with the with the only sucker option. I think I would have gone blow pops over mm. caramel apple pops. Ring pops. Ooh, ring pops are good. Are you a tootsie pop or a blow pop girl? Well, I mean, you know me. What whatever they get, whatever I get in the bag, <laughs> whatever whatever's there. Yeah, I'll take. Yeah. It. I mean, that's again, I wasn't very piggy. I was just like, just <laughs> shoved it in my mouth. Food. Sliced <laughs> it in. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, again, we'll, we'll get a graphic together and we'll put that up. I know last week we didn't. Uh, I'll try to get one up uh, before Halloween, or I'll, maybe I'll put it up on Halloween and see if we can get some uh, interaction that way. So, if 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 we're all good, we're all good. Yeah, I'm good on my end. All right, so keep listening. Right after this ends, we'll have a nine ten minute, at the most nine ten. I'm gonna sit down and talk with Dan's eye Phillies fan about his favorite moment from the playoffs so far. His prediction. Guess what? It's different than ours. He is the Phillies <laughs> in seven. That's spoiler. But go ahead and listen, go ahead and listen to that and see what a Phillies fan has to say about seeing the Phillies in the playoffs, let alone the World Series. So this has been episode forty nine of the Family Base Pod. Again, my name's Jake. And I'm Ben. And Dallas came in through via text. <laughs> Again, he's a professional. He has to work. He's helping surgery, so we won't you know, get bogged down. So we'll see you guys after the World Series is over. Um not sure exactly what date yet because I personally don't even know what's going on. So we'll see. <laughs> um I'll let you guys know ahead of time and thanks for watching, listening, subscribe, share it, like, comment, all that stuff. Do that now. Do all the stuff. Do all of it. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok. The handle is Family Based Pod. We share clips. We share uh, uh, highlights from the games. I'll share highlights from the World Series. So check that out. We'll see you guys next time, whenever that is. Bye. Bye. And welcome back with uh, Family Based Pod. My name is Jake and Stan Dan, say hi. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me, Jake.
Yeah, no problem. Uh, well, you know, it's no problem for me, but I'm just saying that I, I know we had technical difficulties a second ago, but I will say the same thing is that you were our third one-on-one guest and now the Phillies are in it. So I'm going to take a bit of credit that we got the ball rolling. Um, you absolutely got the ball yeah. rolling. I give you all the credit. We're going to talk every August or September and just that'll be the beginning of the pennant race for the Phillies when you and I come on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, um, if the Cubs aren't in it, I'll do it. Um, for sure. There you go. All right. So, so, the Cubs own so the Phillies. um, yeah, I mean, the Cubs also swept the Mets at the end of the year. So I guess signs to come. Uh, I don't know. Um, but all right, so I have I have four basic questions, and I want to just get and rattle them off as as fast as you can or as you want. Um, so in the pre the previous episode that we that we did together, you said this. I think the Phillies are going to go as far as they can until they meet the Dodgers and the Mets. Uh, I think we can take anybody else in the playoff. So based on that. Based on the fact you did say the Dodgers were the only team or the team most likely to go through to the World Series, once you saw the Dodgers fall to Padres, were you confident that they'd make it? I was confident as soon as I saw the bracket. As soon as I knew that the Phillies were the sixth seed, uh, I, I thought that the Padres could play mm-hmm. the Dodgers well. And uh, so... I'm I'm not going to say I thought two weeks ago that we would be here, but I my confidence grew over time, and uh, it's been an, an amazing, awesome ride as a Phillies fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can imagine, and I I know it one time, so I can relate in that one way. All right, so there have been plenty of moments that the Phillies' journey so far in the postseason has been incredible. Um, even as not a Philly fan. But to you, what's been the one moment that kind of stuck out? I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Was it the clincher or was it something early on? Um, for me personally, I got to go to game two in the series in St. Louis. So to see my team clinch in person was amazing, uh, even though it was the first yeah. round. Uh, I think generally the, the, Reese Hopkins, the Reese Hopkins bat spike home run in game three of the series against Atlanta, you know, I, I watched that and just, you know, my, my jaw dropped and I started clapping my hands because I, I, I texted someone and said, you know, Reese Hoskins is not messing around today. It, it was like, the, I felt the same thing that I think he was feeling and that the whole stadium was feeling that this was a weight off of his shoulders. That he was proving himself and the team was proving himself right. itself in that moment that I, I think it went from, we hope this is happening to this is really a realistic possibility or right around that, uh, that inning in game three of the DS. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the, uh, the picture we used uh, for all of our like episode titles because uh, yeah, it was iconic. And when it happened uh, again, I picked against the Phillies so in heaven, I had that gut feeling of like, oh no, this is not going to go well. Um, yeah, so I can imagine that. And yeah, being a person must have been incredible. Um, so much fun. All right, so 
Yeah, so, so far, there have been lots of moments, lots of players that stuck out. But, genuinely, what is your prediction for the World Series? What do you, do you have the Phillies winning? Phillies in seven. I think it'll be well-pitched. Obviously, seven. Houston's rotation is, is amazing. Uh I think we'll see the Phillies dealing with more adversity in this series than than they have. I think we'll see the Astros dealing with more adversity, even though they've had some good comeback wins. Uh, so I think it could go the distance and uh, be some really great pitching matchups for the starters. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I won't. Say, I, I will be honest. I don't believe that you're going to get a lot of people picking the Phillies, but again, that's kind of fine going right for them so far. <laughs> I'll I'll say it to you, and I said earlier on the episode, I'm picking the Astros simply because I picked against the Phillies every single round. So why not just keep going and see if, I mean, if I predict it right, then that's horrible. That's bad for obviously you. And then, but if I'm predicting so that they win, either way I win. Um, all right, so if you got the Phillies in seven, uh, who? Yeah, if you got the Phillies in seven, who is going to be the MVP? Yeah, a uh, uh, little bit of a dark horse MVP, but the man who I think was the Phillies team MVP all year, JT Romuto, uh, handled the staff great. Mm. He's had uh, clutch hits at uh, at the right time. He's also just uh, continued to be uh, a great. Uh, uh, a great leader for the team. I think he's going to make some uh, some more big hits. Maybe not another inside the park home run like he had against Atlanta, which you don't always see from a catcher. But uh, I think he can have some uh, some big plays, and he's going to be the World Series MVP. Yeah, that was the first inside the park home run ever for a catcher. So yeah, it wasn't ever. okay. I didn't even realize. I mean, that. when you're yeah, so when you're doing stuff like that, I mean, in the in the playoffs, not like ever, ever, but um, yeah, but yeah, when you're breaking records like that, that's that's a good sign. Um, yeah. All right, so um, who's your MVP? I'm the yeah. So this is kind of a bonus question, but if the Phillies are in Game Seven. Where are you going to watch? You're going to watch at home. You're going to go somewhere else. What? Do, how are you going to? Where are you going to be if the time comes to celebrate? I'll be at home, and that'll be I think a Saturday night. Um, so it'll be pretty, uh, pretty normal Saturday night. Getting ready for church in the morning, but uh, we'll have uh, we'll have some beverages on ice, and we'll be ready for uh, for hopefully an amazing Phillies victory. Uh, I'll be uh, watching on. Uh, on Fox, I will tell you, I'm glad that it's on uh, regular uh, network TV. I did actually buy streaming cable just for these playoffs, uh, but I won't have to use it for the uh, <laughs> for the World Series like I have these past couple of weeks. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's a good spot to be. Is I'm guessing where you've been watching them this whole time. Yeah, not going to be superstitious. They don't believe in that, but couldn't hurt. Go with the rhythms, you know. You so. go with the rhythm that you're used to. And texting my brother in Pennsylvania, who's always watching along and uh, kind of experiencing it together yeah. that way with him near Philadelphia. 
Yeah. And again, we just recorded the episode that will be before this. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I would love to see it. I'd love to be able to uh, have... I have an individual too that are Astros fans, but um, I'm going to be rooting for you guys. Um, so we'll see how it turns out. And if if they do win, I'm going to give you some breathing time, but I'm going to reach out again and we're going to have a, a conversation about it. I'll come back down there with a little chat about it. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, so thanks for joining us. And again, this is the Found Beat Based Pod, Jake. And here's Dan. And uh, I guess we'll both say go Phillies. Go Phils. Hey, I'm Eden. Thanks for watching this episode of my dad's podcast. Check out the links in the description to follow the podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and and the other social media. Make sure you like and subscribe and hit the bell to let you know when there's a new episode. Thanks for watching and li- and or listening. Bye.